right, guys, bear in mind that obviously you're on the road and you've got to get to a show. We'll just dive straight in. I won't keep you too long. And it's simply this. Basically, how are you all doing today? How does it feel to be back on the road? Well, quite literally. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, pretty great, honestly. But yeah, it was uh, just show one. So, you know, it, the more shows we do, the better it feels. Well, how, how was, how was, is it, right, is it Boise or boys? Boise. Boise. How was Boise then? And uh, you're looking forward to Portland tonight? Um, Boise was cool. We played with some rad bands. The, the band Throws, they're from Boise and they were the headliners last night and it, it's full of heaviness and that was rad. Uh, we are definitely looking forward to Portland. Um, it's nice. It's sort of turned into our home, you know, since we've, been there all of us been there since 2018 and it's it's red you know we can't wait so did you play have you played uh last night did you play any of the new tracks and if you did how did they uh how did they go down with the crowds uh they went good yeah we played two new songs um one of them being uh full of phlegm and then uh second one is one that hasn't been released uh out to the public yet uh but yeah, they went well, you know, I think they went okay, you know, uh, little, I was a little nervous about it, but I think it went over well. But there were some videos that people posted on it, so I had to been all right. <laughs> how about how about for you guys, though, actually playing them on the uh, stage, you know, nerves, did it kind of feel quite natural amongst what uh, the other body of work? I, I think it felt good. Um, you know, I, I, I definitely know that... Like in my mind's eye, I knew like how it would feel to play full flim, but to actually play it and actually see other people's heads bob because we've never seen that, you know, we've only been in the room. That was that felt good. And the whole like the whole last segment felt really good. Like yeah. I feel like we like were we played it so much to the metronome that I feel like we've really locked in on like how the groove of it is, you know. So it feels good. Yeah, I mean, of course, like there's a big difference between playing it in a studio and playing it on stage, and particularly when you, you know, the crowd reaction is such an important aspect of that. So I'm glad to hear it went so well, because um, obviously we are talking about the incredible new album, uh, Ritual Violence, 7th October 2022 via Candlelight Records. So we're under a month now. We are getting there. Where's your heads at? right now in regards to it? Are we at that stage where you just want it out or you're still enjoying the ride? Uh, I'm, I'm really excited for the release and yeah, just uh, pumped, pumped to get it out there. You know, it's been a long time coming. So. Yeah. I think, I think for me, it's like everything happens so slow, you know, like you record a record and then you get this release date and it seems like it's an infinity away, you know, you're just like, it, it seems like the day will never come, but it just seems like uh, the label and all of us have been working really well together. And it just feels right. Like the release date feels like it's right where it should be at this point, um, which is a credit to them for managing our expectations and everything and saying, hey, this is what it's going to take to do it properly. So we're like impatient because we want everybody to hear it, but we're really happy with the work that the label, our PR, you know, like Lisa um, at Hold Tight and everybody has done to help us promote it. Um, I think the, the deeper we've got into it, the more we kind of see the vision and the process and it, it's like, okay, this is this is right where it should be even though we were really impatient, like six months ago. <laughs> I don't even know how long ago we got the release date, but it didn't, it, I remember Nate just in the text thread, I could just feel Nate like sync when we're like, oh, in October and Nate's like, 
Uh. <laughs> it was September 1st. It was like September 24th or something. And then like we were about to post something and I sent it to Marcus and Marcus is like, oh, mate, it's it's October 7th now. And I remember just being like, oh, <laughs> oh October God. 7th. Like, fuck, dude, that seems like it was only two weeks later, but it was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's another it's another two weeks away and you say it's really long and so pressed and it exists for a reason but the drip feeding of content as we approach the release date does that help keep your excitement as a high for example did you find you kind of got an adrenaline rush uh say when you dropped the latest single uh live through the storm yeah i mean I, charlie is the first one that noticed it and He's like, well, it's already out on, it was like already out on Spotify. And it was like, you know, 8 p.m., 9 p.m. our time. It wasn't coming out to the next morning. We were like, oh, like, so I, I I had to listen to it on Spotify. I had never heard it on Spotify. So I had to see what it looked like yeah. and hear what it looked like, you know? So, yeah, it's exciting, dude, for sure. You know, exciting. Also to see like the number of plays go up, you know, like, that kind of stuff is exciting. People are, are checking it out, you know? It's nerve wracking for sure. Cause like, I mean, for me, I get, but you know, we've all heard the record a bunch of times or, and I try not to listen to it very much anymore. Um, just so I can almost like get a, like when a new song comes out, I'll have not listened to it for a very long time. So it feels kind of fresh to me, but I get nervous every time. Like I get excited that people are going to finally hear it. And then I get hit with a wave of, uh, I mean, what if we think it's rad and nobody likes it, you know? Um, so yeah, pretty much every, pretty much every, new release but it has been cool i think just like little you know here's a song we can interact with it here help you know gauge people's interest and then uh you know do it again so like yeah just this last week getting to hear people's feedback on the new song has been exciting um but it is nerve-wracking every time i'm always like oh what if they hate this one you know like what if people just hate this one for whatever reason i don't know why i'm insecure about that but it's been the feedback has been overwhelmingly positive which is um I mean, we're super, super thankful for that. I remember thinking, like, why are they going to use Hourglass? Like, I thought that that wasn't, like, one of the jams on the record. Like, it was, just wasn't one of my, like, favorite. Not that it was bad or anything, but that one seems to be getting the most attention. That one, like, I got playlisted on all the things, you know? So it was like, oh, okay. I didn't know people liked it. Like, I didn't know people were going to like it, you know? That's why you, that's why you work with labels, so they can, they can tell you yeah. as a listener. <laughs> Hey, like this is what we think will connect. Uh, yeah, that's been kind of an interesting process too. I didn't when they said these are the songs that we're going to focus on before the release. I was like, hmm, you know. But you just got to. Tr- there has to be a level of trust there. So you 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 know we we trust their opinion and we really didn't push back on any. I think we just said, hey, you, you know you you have a good beat on the listeners at large and the audience, so we'll we'll trust you on it. And I mean I. I can't disagree with them to this point. I think they've done a good job. Yeah, the incredible positive response to everything so far, really, whether it be on, say, YouTube comments, but just generally social media as well, has been uh, really, really good. Does that help ease your mind in regards to how the full album might be? And of course, a couple of singles against a full album are two different things, but you must be feeling a lot more confident about how the full album will be received when, as you just suggested, tracks that perhaps you don't... Um, think are the best of what the album has to offer are being loved eaten up by the fan base yeah i mean i, I would I, say yeah I, oh sorry I, go ahead Nate. Yeah. No, no no go for 
I mean, I, I just, I think if people like the first three songs that we put out, then I'm really optimistic that they're gonna love the album. Uh, I don't think that there's anything that's going to be such a curveball where if they like those, that something on the record is going to alienate them and vice versa. If they don't like the first three songs, I'd be pretty surprised if all of a sudden they listen to the whole album and they're like, wow, I didn't see that coming. It turns out I love it. I think it's just a solid represent representation of where we are, what the record is like. Um, and uh, I mean, I also think that was part of recording it with Kurt and everything all in one session at one time is so it did sound cohesive. It sounded mm -hmm. like one project instead of a bunch of songs kind of pasted together from different sessions. And it was for something like this, where if you heard one song and you liked it, you heard another song and you liked it, you're probably going to be into the whole thing. Um, so I'm optimistic about the response of, of the whole of the whole album, just because I don't think there's anything that's going to be so left of center that it's going to alienate people that like the songs that are out now. Are you I disagree. Agree with all that. <laughs> um, I 100% agree. Haven't heard the full thing. Um, been following along with this uh, album and journey. I think it's an incredible piece of work. I think if people loved what they've heard so far, um, they'll probably love the album even more so because of the full uh, product. But take me back to the early days of the creation of Ritual Violence. Specifically, did you have a clear and defined vision of what specifically you wanted to do? Ooh, uh, Nate, you start with that one because I have. A, I wonder if your answer is different than mine. Okay. Um, well, I think we we uh, I kind of said this uh, to to someone else, but um, I don't think there was anything that's going for when us when we were like trying to write these songs. We were just kind of going back and forth and sending each other songs, and uh, you know, it's just kind of like if if we liked it and we all agreed on it then we just put in we're putting it on the album and yeah we just a big section of songs and selected the ones we liked the best and put it from there so i would say yeah when it comes when it came to song selection and just you know the songs we were writing I think it was just whatever came to our heads we were going to write and then put that in a big pot, boil it down and see what sticks. And so I feel like what boiled down was like the best of what we came up with and the most cohesive. But I would say that the vision that, and I bet after I say it, the guys will agree, the vision that we had for the record was more like, it was less musical and more the intention behind it, which was, it's going to sound the way we want. It's going to look the way we want. Um, we're going to do what we want with this record. And, and when we die, I want to point to this and be like, yes, we were a part of making that. We're really proud of that. Um, that was like the, the thing. It was like, we're not going to, for a whole career, we've had to nickel and dime everything, record guitars in like 20 different sessions for a record, or drums from three different studios on, on another record and all this stuff just by necessity. And this time I was like, we're going to do this then let's record it with somebody, let's record the songs we want with the person that we want, get it you know, mixed the way we want, get it mastered by the person that we want, get the artwork from the person that we want and work with the label that we want. Like that I think was the theme of the whole, the, the vision for us as a group, I think was just, we're gonna do this the way that we're really, really proud of every step of the way. Then we'll worry about if people like it or even signing, you know, working with a label or anything like that. So musically, 
not so much as long as it was inspired and mm. the music was like really inspired then that was it but then after that it was like just a very intentional execution of the record i think would, would you guys agree an added piece that we didn't plan on was COVID, and it was like we were supposed to record in march they got pushed back to may they got pushed back to october and i just, i remember being like dude like dude's like this is a gift of time and what happened what was cool was like that time allowed us to get better at our instruments mm -hmm. better at writing better at the songs but then also i can't remember which one it was like one or two songs weren't even on the list and they like made the list later because of that gift of time so you know i think if we would have recorded this record in march 2020 versus uh you know october we didn't have a different record like so this gift of time allowed us to really like dial it in and when we got to kurt blue's fucking studio we were like ready to go and anything he threw at us i was like let's try it differently we were like cool and it wasn't like oh shit all right well take 30 minutes to learn this part it was like we try it like once or twice and we were good. Like we were so ready to go. And I think that was where that gift of time really served us well. So it wasn't necessarily a theme or a planned thing, but it like really served the record well. That makes any sense. We would mask up and practice every day. Yeah. Literally like at noon, 11 a.m. or noon every day because there was nothing else to do. <laughs> Yeah, just put on a bunch of masks and go be in a room together. And then yeah, be like, see you, see you next, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the one of the constant positives we hear from bands and artists when we talk about that specific period in time. Um, you know, any small positives we can take, and time seems to be a massively important one. But I've got to pick up something you said there. So, you the, are you confident? Do you think saying that ritual violence wouldn't exist as it is now if the pandemic hadn't happened, or do you reckon it's just impossible to know now? Well, I guess what I mean is like the gift of time allowed mm. us to get better at every element of every piece of this record. So like take song two, Frail, for example, in March, would I have played the drum fills as tight as I did in October? No, you know, it's just in that time frame, I got to work on my metronome so fucking much, like all these stupid drills but it turns it translated into this thing where like i can confidently say like that is the best version of myself playing these songs mm. you know like i you know like just speaking for myself like and all the fast shit on the record like all that shit came from being able to have the time to just drill it out just doing all these silly drills on my own you know and then the guys would show up and then we just drill these songs and keep on hitting them and hitting them, and hitting them you know and i think that like some of yeah the the time extra time we had gave us the ability to like rather than take the songs that we wrote and sent demos to each other and just been like here's the song we took it and we would have plenty of time to play it and listen to it and then kind of like go oh i want to like reform this part of the song or add another part in here or change, you know, change like little, little fills, little guitar parts, you know, and to just kind of like really like tighten up the songs. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, but I think that kind of fits into what we were talking about, about being intentional with everything that we did. It was like, oh, there's a delay. There's no flights, you know, going to bought. We can't fly to Kurt even if we wanted to because there's code restrictions or whatever. So what can we do with this time? And from that time, you know, instead of like just getting kicked in the face about it, like we took advantage of it and we started adding little parts and taking fresh looks at songs. And I think we might have even added a song there at the end um, and a couple of little parts that I think really uh, are highlights of the record. So yeah, um, it's kind of a long answer to the question, but I would say um, COVID did change the face of the record, but for mm -hmm. us in a, in a positive way, you know, we didn't feel like, oh, it's COVID, we got to rush and put a record out. It's like, it just gave us more time to get better at this particular piece of music. I mean, I, I think that anyway. Considering everything- It was the last song, right? It wasn't the last song we added late. I think one of, I think, yeah, one of or that whole part that because Kale had the part and then Nate wrote the whole middle part of the last song. Remember, we like, yeah, yeah. and he was like the whole quiet part, like, we didn't oh, yeah, have that, that shit, yeah, 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 yeah like, so all that, like that shit didn't exist, completely. yeah, because that really that last part really ties a bow on the whole record, I think, you know what I mean. And we're always very concerned about constructing a record as like one thing to listen to from start to finish, even though people rarely consume it that way, we do. Mm. Um, so I think like, you know, the that last song and the part that Nate brought at the last minute really made that song like a perfect, like, this is the way we want to end the record, you know? Mm. Um, and then it really made it a complete piece where like, it starts like this, it goes on this journey and this, it ends exactly how we want it. And now when I listen to the record, uh, I couldn't hear it any other way. So I mean, we're, we're grateful for the time. It sounds almost, yeah, it sounds almost insane to sort of describe it, but ultimately you may never ever do a record like this again, purely because hopefully, fingers crossed, we never have to experience the events of the last few years that will give you that much free time to be able to do those things. Yeah, I don't want to go through that again. That sucked, <laughs> you know, it, it sucked. But uh, uh, I think it's it speaks to, you know, Nick, um, is such a positive person and I think like in the in the group texts or whatever he would always be like hey what can we do with this time and I'm a you know I think we're all pretty positive people in general um but I think whatever the next situation for the record is uh for the next record I think we'll make the best of that as well mm. you know um, we'll make so it intentional as well too yeah yeah exactly like we'll say hey we weren't able to do this last time let's double down on this uh and make sure we can do it well this time and so I think it actually gets me excited for where we can go with the next record because we had these restrictions and now maybe we won't and who knows where that leads um but i you know i'm excited about that and all the things you've learned as well over the past few years as well um that yeah. sticks with days with you yeah i mean it also made us more confident i think that we could we don't have to write everything standing next to each other in a space like we can be confident that nate can record a song and send it to us and you know, I can do the same for the guys and we can actually feel good about it, you know, and not feel that odd disconnect, um, you know. So we now we have multiple way to write, ways to write songs, which we didn't have before. Before it was like get in a room and jam. And now it's like, yeah, you can do that. Also, Nate can just go jam on his own and send us a killer song, which that's what um, Into the Storm was. Nate just sent it over one day out of nowhere. And I was like, this is badass. I love it. Um, so you, we just have multiple ways to write songs now, and we know what's possible in a studio environment. And so all of that just gets me 
I'm proud of the record that we made and it gets me excited to make to make more because I think we you know we have places that we haven't gone yet yeah I can tell you're uh, very proud of the record and particularly when you describe all of what you were able to do through the extra time then is it fair to say that it sounds like it from what you're describing that your early vision of what you wanted it to be matches exactly what you've got in front of you come October 7th I mean, I would say it surpasses the vision because I just had so many question marks going into it. And, you know, you don't ever want to be like, oh, our record's so awesome and, and brag about yourself. But, you know, I think it's important to make inspired pieces of art. Otherwise, why are you doing it? And we are really inspired and we tried our hardest at everything that we did. And we overcame a lot of adversity, just like everybody in the entire world did. And now we're proud of it on the other side. And I would say that there were so many questions going in that I'm I think that's why I'm so proud of it is because it surpassed what I was hoping for. Uh, but that's just me. I'm not sure how the guys feel, but I think it surpassed what I was thinking we, we could do under the circumstances. Yeah. What do you, yeah. What do you guys think? You know? Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, I'm super pumped about it. I think yeah, and then this... when Nate, well, Nate get, got the artwork for it. I was like, Oh, okay. This is going to be super fun. Like, I don't know. The artwork was just another little piece that I was like so pumped on. I, I love that too. So. Wowed when you saw it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, Nate's a much more visual person than I am. And I think the rest of the group is. And so he kind of, you know, he wrote the lyrics and I felt like he should kind of own the direction of the artwork. And when I started to see just the sketches, really then we'll wrap this up then we're doing this really the rest of 2020 more than anything it's now all the focus and i want to keep the focus on the releases album because i believe that's what's next it's october 7th it is an incredible release ritual violence cannot absolutely wait and i think it's going to absolutely uh blow fans away and i think it's going to bring in so many new ones really but after that what are you kind of thinking are we thinking chill out time then lead into a busy 2023 or are we just going to keep this train rolling as hard as possible uh, we were actually just talking about it last night that uh of just getting back to touring you know like we were trying to wait a little while till after the record came out but we're our plan is to like get something going for uh late this year i think you know we literally were talking about routing it before we we got on this call so <laughs> it'll be there'll be another little another tour before the end of the year for sure i mean look at the end of the day we, we can't wait for the email that we've gotten in the past. Kale, it's like, check your email. And it's like something from the label that we're going to go do. And we have to say yes or no, blah, blah, blah. You know, we'll of course say yes. But email hasn't come yet. And the record comes out not very long from now. And we don't want to sit around. And like, not that it's negative, mm -hmm. but it's like, we want to be a well-oiled machine for when that email does come. And we don't have to get tight, like tour tight. We're going to already be tight. There's one way to do that. That's from working our asses off in this fucking van, setting the gear up, breaking down, breaking our necks every night, even if it's for a minimum amount of people. Bottom line is like, we want to go bring the music to the people. And we want we want people to, like last night, it was so good to just shake people's hands because people hadn't seen us before. Like people thought we were from boys. Like, how do we not know about this? Your band, like, we're not from here. We're from <laughs> Portland. They wouldn't know that if we didn't come play the fucking show, you know? It sounds kind of elementary, but that's what it is. We're going to bring the music to the people. And it's not just the music, it's the positive vibes 
energy that we're bringing to what we're doing and the gratitude and the way in which we're doing it, you know, people are going to resonate with it and we're going to resonate with them, you know? So it's like, we can't do it from home. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to do. Bands are not going to, we're not going to make, people aren't going to hear the record if we're fucking sitting at home. That's all there is to it. So we're not going to wait. Said respectfully. Respectfully. Yeah. What do we say? If you, you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So, you know what I mean? Just no. be on it all the time. But uh, yeah, I, it it's, I think we're also comfortable with just where the world is and where we are as a band, like having a slow burn with the record, like knowing that mm. you have to, you know, tour a lot and you have to meet new people and kind of reestablish your place in kind of the, the world of heavy music. And, um, you know, the three guys in the van right now, I know are more than willing to do that. So that's, that's exciting, but yeah, we're not very, we're not like impatient. Like everybody, the record has to blow up tomorrow. It just, just give us the opportunity and, and a little bit, day after day then people i think will respond to it um and if they don't at least we're having fun doing what we're doing you know and there's a big old world out there i mean europe and the uk in 2023 would absolutely kill in the european uk festival scene gets a reset next year with covid effectively in the rearview mirror it's all brand new bookings again fingers crossed you'll end up on some of them and end up over here as well i love your attitude i love your attitude that's what's up Oh, oh, right. We gotta come over there so meet you in person too. I know that would be great. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in London as well. So you, you know, okay. everybody's got to come to London. So, right. hell yeah. Okay. Hey, let yeah. us. Can we flip the, Can we flip the script on you a little bit? What are you looking forward to for the end of the year? Um. Ooh, good question. Uh. Oh my goodness, me! I've thrown me off there, and I'm trying to think about what. <laughs> Um, I have three weeks off in October from work and uh, that falls over the Halloween period and I've got a lot of things going on with my wife uh, that we never normally get the opportunity to do. Things that we kind of been like, oh, you know, it'd be cool to do that. Let's go do one of these uh, American style haunts that the UK is trying to introduce. Let's go do that. We've never done that before. So stuff like cool. that. Um, and in two days time, yeah, Machine had on a Monomath at Wembley Arena. So that's my next gig. That's badass, dude. That's gonna be killer. Okay, cool. Oh yeah, can I can I ask one more question of you? Mm. Since you're probably um, super in tune with what's coming through, is there a record that that we're sleeping on that we should listen to right now? We got some recommendations from the last cats that we talked to, and they were awesome. It really depends upon your taste. I mean, I guess. Um, um, I mean, right now, like the last sort of major album that kind of came my way that I thought, wow, that's amazing. And it was actually supposed to be out today, but it's out next week. Is a band called Electric Cowboy. They used to be called Eskimo Cowboy, but it's Electric Cowboy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, yeah. Um, but they uh, changed their name in May. But like, I I love that. I love that. That uh, it depends if you're kind of into that electronic fusion uh, metal core side of things. Um, but my goodness me. Um, uh, oh, Stray from the Path. They have a new album out today. That's another incredible release. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, personally, I think like the music scene is so it's uh, so amazing right now. Like what's coming out release wise, what's kind of people have been inspired by because of the last couple of years and kind of using that to sort of, you know, tell different stories and the time they were given, like with you guys to kind of work on something quite special. It's been spec it's been spectacular um um so yeah i just feel like there's so much out there just you simply go whatever it be apple music spotify new releases and there's always got to be something that's so bloody special i almost like to a certain degree um 
feel like a certain sort of sympathy as well because there's so much great music coming out at one point you know if you haven't got like a massive label behind you a massive pr to promote your stuff that you could just get buried under this mass of obviously major uh, things so um you know it's it seems like it's hard work but also you know if you're a fan who's constantly looking for new music and stuff like that you know you, you've got so much so much to enjoy you really do but that speaks to the the touring i think regimen that the guys are willing to take on is like yeah there's going to be a lot of things that do get buried mm. and if you want to control your own destiny you just got to be out there all the time which is a tough road you know it's very hard i mean the guys i don't know where they are right now like in a walmart parking lot or something but you yeah, know like it, not even where the fuck <laughs> we are dude between yeah, boise middle, 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 i think we're in oregon right? now we're in oregon. Oh, okay so yeah. you know that's what i'm saying it's like it's not an easy choice to make but i think if you want like that staying power and the long-term success then that's what'll cut through and and create like that lasting connection with people agreed agreed i think uh, after I'm saying after the pandemic as if it doesn't exist but you know after the sort of lockdown period it, particularly in the UK and uh, reopening of venues and things like that the urgency and drive to for people to go back to live music has meant sold, sold out shows for shows that before would never have sold out that sort of situation now fingers crossed that stays and the apathy that existed before doesn't sort of slip back in um, you know but right now it's all kind of hot and very still very exciting I mean, to me, it just feels like everybody's grateful, you know, they're just like, and that I think yeah. just leads to a lot of great moments being shared between people is like, we never, we always took live music for granted, like it would always be there. And when you can't just go to a show, even just a local show, I used to, I like going to local shows at pubs mm -hmm. or whatever and seeing what new bands are playing locally. That's always fun. But when, even when you lose that, I think the bands that are playing are happy to be there. The people that paid to get in are happy to be there. And that just leads to some awesome times. And I hope I hope that we can kind of remember that, remember this feeling and, and stick with it for, for years to come. Agreed, agreed, incredible words. All right, guys, gonna let you get back on the road, uh, get you get yourselves to Portland. Good luck tonight. I hope it's an incredible show. Good luck for the rest of the couple of dates, actually, as well. And uh, fingers yeah, crossed. So much. Fingers crossed I'll see you next year, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. We yeah. will see you next year and we'll talk about this interview again and we'll be kicking it in person for sure. Thank you for having us very much, dude. Thank you very much for watching. If you liked what you saw, please help us out by giving us a thumbs up and hitting that subscribe button. If you really liked what you saw, consider donating to keep the website and channel running by buying us a coffee via our coffee page or picking up some merch from our big cartel store. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as via our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well as listen to our interviews via SoundCloud, Apple Music, and Spotify. Just search for GBHBL. Games, horror, and heavy metal. What else is life for?